Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. So, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Shanti, the time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate, but even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul the original, eternal, imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling 
as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion. nationality or even a language. Ask yourself, how do you feel at this moment? you think of. The Supreme Soul would think of you. And you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, truly who I am. A free, peaceful, pure, immortal, and eternal soul. yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. At this time, hello everyone. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. I am your host, Sister Jenna that was letting go from inclusion revolution together with love. And I hope that has kind of centered you and brought you to a higher way of looking at yourself and also looking at the world around you. If we don't bring the best of ourselves forward, we're not going to have any hope. And it's very clear that if we work from a lower level of consciousness and a mindset, then this is what we'll get. We'll get deception, lies, greed, cheaters, you know, violence, all the things that come when the soul doesn't have energy. But when the soul has energy, it naturally comes from a place that's evolved and it expresses kindness, understanding, listening with humility, care, love, peace. And that's all a sign of a powerful individual. I know that the media tends to portray that um, the more violent or the more aggressive you can be, you'll get what you want. But if What you want is short-lived and short-term. It's still not a good thing. 
especially if it ripples out a tremendous amount of chaos and confusion in the hearts and minds of many. So let's start to change around the way that we've seen ourselves and each other. It's going to be really important for us to recognize what is truth from illusion, what is pure from impure, what is order from chaos. Today gives me great privilege to welcome Brooke Wright, who is a self-help author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and millennial mindset, and she's also an entrepreneurship coach. She's quite passionate about entrepreneurship, wellness, and spirituality, and Brooke coaches millennial entrepreneurs on how to achieve their goals quickly and efficiently by tapping into and fully utilizing the power of the three human energy sources, mind, body, and spirit. Brooke has also created a monthly subscription program entitled Entrepreneurship Energy, which will provide an opportunity for low-income, aspiring, and seed-level entrepreneurs to gain monthly inspiration to help them grow personally and professionally. But since 2015, Brooke has facilitated workshops and been featured on panels and in books and blog sites. She's also been a keynote speaker for the United Way, a mentor for 10,000 Coffees, and was featured on CBC Radio, The Gleaner, Rogers TV, Weekly, and much more. Her inspiring catchphrase is, to overcome is to succeed. Today, we welcome Brooke Wright to America Meditating Radio. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Mm. So tell us, what's been inspiring you to begin your journey of entrepreneurship, wellness, and spirituality? So, yeah, so what inspired me to get into entrepreneurship and wellness? So they're kind, they're separate, but they're kind of together. So I would start with wellness because that was the first journey I embarked on. So that started around, I would say, 2012, 2013, pretty much when I was around 20, 21 years old. And uh, at first I started um, embarking on the journey of healing. And that happened because I went through my own traumatic experiences growing up. And so my first traumatic experience happened when I was five. And it took me 15 years to, like, want to choose to overcome that. And so, yeah, so when I was around 2021, 20, I decided, like, you know, I really want to overcome it and heal from it because I was just carrying too much pain and all this anger inside of me. And so that's how my journey first started into healing. And so one thing, you know, when you're in this world or on this journey, on this path, you know that, like, one thing kind of just happens after the other and doors start opening. And so at first it was just, it was about, like, you know, healing my mind, healing my body, healing my spirit, or I should say healing my mind first. And then it went to, like, learning about the body and emotional intelligence. And then then everything else kind of just started opening up. So then I started learning about spirituality and health and all these different things. And so, yeah, so I've been doing that all these years. And then entrepreneurship was actually, it's pretty funny. I kind of like to say, quote, unquote, I was kind of in a way forced into entrepreneurship. And I only say that because 2015, I say that was like probably the worst year of my life <laughs> so far. And so, you know, in 2015, I was emotionally, financially, mentally stuck. Literally, I got fired from a job day before my birthday and so um, everything kind of just went downhill from there and so for the rest of 2015 my birthday's in April so for the rest of 2015 it was just a real struggle until Mm -hmm. early 2016 I wanted to change and so you know I kept praying I kept meditating kept reflecting and I just I kept you know praying for a change and then I remember one time I was meditating and reflecting on life and then I just had like this my inner voice say to me you know just start a business and then so, you know, I just took that chance pretty much. And so I decided, like, you know, to look into, you know, what I really had skills, what my skills were and skills all that zone. kind of. 
And after I just seen that, okay, I was like, you know, okay, I remember I took a social media certification program. And so, yeah, so then I ended up opening up a social media agency. And I was running that from, like, 2016 up until actually early last year. And then I decided to close down the business because, honestly, it just wasn't a part of my purpose. It wasn't part of my mission, my vision in life. And so it wasn't aligned anymore with who I was. And although it was a good business, I had great clients. I just decided, like, you know, I'm going to just take this leap and do what I personally believe that I'm here to do, which is to help people, you know, internally and really help them to overcome thoughts and all that kind of stuff that they that's holding them back, you know, that's, that's keeping them feeling uh, stuck and keeping them struggling. And so I decided, you know, why not take my love for business, my love for entrepreneurship, and then my love for healing, my love for wellness, and, and intertwine them together. And so that's why now... I come up with, like, the entrepreneurship energy because, like, you know, you really can't talk about one without the other. So it seems as if you've kind of, um, you have an early start in life and um, you're pushing through. You're pushing through what's been trying to hold you back. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you say that is your push being inspired by a deeper sense in which you know there's a higher value to you? Or would you say that there's something in the current global narrative that is kind of inspiring you, that when you see others being like this or doing this, that's pushing you. Because sometimes it is something inside of us that's really deep, and I find Mm -hmm. that it comes from a very sincere place, Mm -hmm. versus when I'm just like, oh, my God, well, she's doing that and he's doing that. Well, maybe I can Mm -hmm. do it too. Are you kind Mm -hmm. of in touch with what is your drive, like where your drive is actually coming from? Yeah, for sure. I'm an advocate for, like, spiritual solitude, and that's one of the key ways, like, I, I make sure I stay in line with my higher self and stay in line with the spirit, spiritual aspect of the universe. So doing what I'm doing now, no, it, it really just comes from me. It comes from, like, my heart, my passion, my purpose, like, what I actually wake up and love to do. This is the thing. The funny thing is, it's like, I've actually always been mentoring slash coaching all these years, especially since I started my wellness journey. I just didn't turn it into a business. You know, I was just really doing it from my heart. I was just helping people from my heart, having these phone calls with them, these these Zoom calls with them or whatever the case may be. And so when I closed down my social media business, you know, I did take that time to really be like, okay, what is my purpose? You know, what is my mission, my vision? And I did that by taking the time away from social media and especially taking time away from people in general. I really just have to kind of go into my own cave, if you will. And I always like to call it like, I always like to say it's like a metamorphosis stage because I really believe that every human goes through it, right? It's like we all have to go through this phase of like going into our cocoons and transforming ourselves and renewing ourselves so that we can really be, you know, our true self, our vibrant self. And so, yeah, you know, in a way it's a little bit of both though because spirituality or spiritually, I should say, is definitely something I'm here to do. I'm here to help people overcome. And the amount of people I've helped today is actually incredible. You know, like, I've had people always messaging me like I've changed their lives or I've, you know, really helped them make a shift. I helped them achieve their goals. I've helped them, you know, really um, just change who they are and let go of what's holding them back. Whenever you hear people really responding to just the way you're living and showing up, it can be a really big boost in sort of um, confirming that you're on the right path. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about looking at the generation between the age group of maybe 21 to 35 or 40. I think they're calling them millennials. What would you say is your best advice to offer millennials better choices to achieve their goals? 
best advice well the first thing is for foremost we have to tap in so that's why i always advocate for solitude or or you know moments of self-reflection and so i think it starts there when i taught when i do my coaching programs the first step the first phase or pillar that we do have is acknowledge and so through that pillar we focus mainly on acknowledging everything about yourself so we acknowledge the good and the bad but mainly the bad because i feel like i strongly believe in reversing that thing when they say laugh now cry later i believe it should be the opposite i should i believe it should be cry now laugh later because you actually have to acknowledge what's going on in order to actually heal and overcome and so through the acknowledge pillar we acknowledge all the bad so all the our quote-unquote bad the quote-unquote negative thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs, and the habits that have been holding you back, you know, we acknowledge what the root of those things are, where did they come from, you know, how have they, you know, made you feel stuck, how have they made you struggle, and all these kind of things, and so we go through this whole acknowledgement phase, and so that's my first and foremost, my key advice to everyone, I always say we have to self-reflect first on why you even got to this point, you know, why are you here in this this point in your life, why are all these things happening to you, because if you don't... Mm -hmm don't acknowledge and see and know the root of the problem, then you're not going to be able to solve the problem. Nice, nice answer. So when you talk about well-being, what does it mean to you and why should millennials learn more about that? Well, if if you go by the definition, right, well-being is really just achieving optimal healthiness, wealthiness, and happiness, right, just being in the state of, like, comfort. And so I think everybody, not even just millennials, should achieve for optimal well-being. That's how we should all be living. We should all be doing things that make us happy, healthy, wealthy, know things that we should all be creating and aspiring to create a life that makes us feel comfortable, you know, and not comfortable in the sense where it's like, again, comfortable, because there's two different kinds of comfortables, right? There's comfortable where you feel stuck, and then there's comfortable where no, you're comfortable in the life that you're creating. You're comfortable doing the things that you love. You're comfortable, you know, at your job or your business, whatever the case may be. And so I think across the board, everyone should focus on their well-being because at the end of the day, who doesn't want to be happy? Who doesn't want to be healthy? Who doesn't want to be wealthy, right? And when it comes to wealth, that's everyone's own different definition. Same thing for success. Everyone has their self-defined. But still, I think that across the board, everyone should be focusing on their well-being. With everything moving so fast, mm-hmm. and our generation, Brooke, we're a little bit on the slower side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think that your generation is moving towards a quicker burnout? Because um, when we look at you and see mm-hmm. the intensity of how much you're always online, you know, social media talking, doing, trying to make life happen, and it all needs to happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever, are you ever worried about that? Or it's like, no, we're, we're good. <laughs> um, that's an interesting question. I think for that one, it's kind of like, like I can't speak for everyone. I think it's an individual thing. But I know that when like when I talk to my clients or when I'm at these workshops or whatever speaking publicly, I always like to tell people like this is why I advocate experiences, especially spiritual solitude. And so even for myself, I do it too. So I practice what I preach and because yeah, for sure, social media, technology, all these things, it can be overwhelming. It can lead to quick burnout like you said. And so I think when you are dedicated to again your well being, when you're dedicated to having a healthy mind, body and spirit 
you know the importance of taking time for yourself. And so my last time when I just took a social media, I guess detox, pretty much that's what it is. I lasted for like maybe two, two and a half months. And so there are for sure some millennials can't even do that, but those are the people who need the most help, right? Because if you can't even take even just a day away from social media technology, then yeah, for sure, you're consistently burning yourself out whether you realize it or not. In those two months that you took your pause, mm-hmm. how did you fill your time? Just by focusing on me, really, like focusing on me, my my goals, you know, my dreams, really tapping into myself. Basically, anything has to do with me, like, you know, just making sure that I'm keeping myself healthy and happy, I'm keeping myself strong. I'm focusing on my purpose, my mission, my vision. I'm not getting lost in the noise. I'm not letting the noise overwhelm me. You know, I practice a lot of spiritual rituals throughout those times. Even when I'm on social media or not, I'm always having a spiritual ritual. But when I'm off, I really do focus mainly on, like, really tapping into the deep me. You know, what does the universe have to tell me? What is my spirit trying to tell me? What do I have to do next? What's the next move I have to make? And, And things of that nature. I'm very big on, like, you know, really, really getting into who you are and listening to your internal voice because I don't believe, I strongly believe that, you know, our inner voices don't lead us the wrong way. Right. And tell us about moments when you felt a little stuck or you've spoken to peers that are in your same, you know, genre of living and you've just felt like a little down on yourself. How did you get yourself out of it? Mm, Well, this happens naturally. I think no matter how spiritual you are, no matter how mindful, emotionally strong you are, I think this happens, like, we're all going to have our days. Like, no one's perfect. We're going to have our bad days. And so I write about this a lot. Like, it's on my blog. I make videos about this, and I always just share with people, like, there's different ways. Everyone's different. Again, it just finds out, it's, it's about finding out who you are, what you like, what helps you, because, for example, it's almost like creating your own toolkit. So it could be, like, your own self-care toolkit, you know, your own motivational toolkit, your own wellness toolkit, and it can consist of different things. So for me, I know that if I'm having, like, a down day or if I'm having a day where I'm feeling, like, oh, like, you know, overwhelmed or whatever the case may be, I personally like motivational speakers. So I like to go on YouTube and, like, to listen to videos until I get my, my fuel up and running again, you know, or I'm big on meditation. So I like, again, solitude. I like silence. I like mindfulness. I like practicing mindful activities. And so I do big on meditation. Um, I'm also big on journaling and writing out things and doing like um, moon rituals and stuff like that. So everyone's different. There's other people who, you know, exercise and get them back in the mood or, you know, hang out with friends, get them back in the mood. And so really it just comes back. But that's why I really love the pillar of like acknowledge because you have to acknowledge who you are. You know, you have to acknowledge mm-hmm. what your foundation is, what keeps you going, what helps you when you go through times of struggle and whatnot, right? So what helps you to get back right. on board, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. Wonderful. Well, you're such an inspiration, and we really appreciate your drive and and all the stuff that you're up to. And are there any final comments that you'd like to share with our listeners? So I think I would just go back to the first thing I was saying. I think everyone really should take, some time to self-reflect more. I think the more human beings reflect on themselves, their actions, their behaviors, you know, their thoughts, their feelings, how they treat others, et cetera, you know, reflect on what's going on in their lives. The more we reflect on ourselves, I feel like the better we can be to ourselves and the better we can be to other people. So for those who don't practice self-reflection a lot, I leave that with you. I really 
pray that you self-reflect more often because you'll see the dramatic difference in your life. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Brooke Wright, and all the very best in everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. I send you guys love. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Wonderful to talk to the youngings, right? So for more information, go to see her at flhighwithme.com. That's psych- it, I think it represents flyhighwithme.com, but it's flhighwithme.com for more information on Brooke Wright. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission, and we really are here to love each other the same. And remember to pause for your traffic control, 30 seconds every hour and hour. Check what's going on in your mind. Step into your inner peace or power and allow that to generate all over the environment. And let's see what magical things can emerge as a result of that. Harry Sunrise by Bliss. Take care, everyone. Be kind.
I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.